Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Ashley. And this is The <laughs> Root. <laughs> and this is the podcast where we talk about all things movies, TV shows, podcasts, and so on. We wanted to start this podcast so we could share our intense, weird, and controversial conversations about everything with the world. So sit back, get your popcorn, <laughs> and listen to <laughs> The Root. Hi, it's Allison from Later Editing. Um, I just wanted to say that we forgot to say that what we're doing in the next segment is uh, talking about we're actually putting uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts Teachers in order from worst to best. So that's what we're doing in the next part. That'll make a little bit more sense. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Defense Against the Dark Arts Teachers. Yes. In order from worst to best. Yes. So I'll read my list, and then you read the, your list, and we'll compare and explain and try to figure this out. Okay. Because, I, I mean, I've heard so many things, like, of people putting it in order. Uh-huh. Like, Super Carlin <laughs> Brothers and yeah. uh, Tessa and all uh-huh. these guys, but, like, I have different opinions, so mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. So I have, uh, from worst to best. Okay. Umbridge. Yes. Quirrell. Yes. Lockhart. Uh-huh. Snape. Uh-huh. Barty Crouch Jr. Uh-huh. And then Lupin. Okay, so you're putting it as Barty Crouch Jr. Yes. and not Mad-Eye. Okay. Yes, because it is him. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I also go back and forth between Snape and Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually write down a list. <laughs> That's okay. Um, do you want to look at mine? Yes, that would be helpful. Okay, here we go. I agree with Umbridge being yeah, definitely last. Like, she is the worst. I she doesn't put, even teach them. I would have put Quirrell because you don't really see him at all, and mm-hmm. also I just don't like him. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are physically harming children yeah. in any way, you are the worst in my book. Yes. There you go. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, definitely Umbridge as last. You could even argue that, like, Harry was actually the defense against That's the Dark true. Arts teacher in this year. That's true. Um, because... Like, Umbridge literally doesn't even teach them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Umbridge would be my worst. Um, I don't think Coral would be last for me. Just because he, uh, not last, not second to last. Yeah. Because you have him as second to last. Yeah. I don't think he would, I mean, yeah, he was going to harm people, but yeah. like, He's actually a teacher, and, like, he yeah. actually teaches throughout the entire year. It's just, you know, in the But end. they never have him. No. That's why I'm, like, yeah. I can't really give a good yeah. observation of it. But I still wouldn't put him second to last, I guess. I think I would have to put Snape. Really? Um. I would put Lockhart if we take out Quirrell. Well, I'm not taking out Quirrell. I know, but if you're, like, giving the argument that he was a good teacher... Then I would put Lockhart because he's Lockhart. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I would just, I would put Snape because you you brought up the whole physically harming children. And yeah. And he was emotionally harming. That's true. But if we're talking about him as a potions professor, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to go back and forth on Quirrell and Snape mm-hmm. in second to last. But definitely Quirrell would be next if I had to yeah. put him third to last. Um, just because, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, tries to kill Harry Potter. Um, yeah. <laughs> kill him! <laughs> no, that's Voldemort who says that. I know, but, but yeah, yeah, you're he's right, you're telling right. Quirrell. Yes, I understand now. Jeez. Okay. Um, then I would put 
um, I would put Lockhart next, yeah. um, just because, like, he's, he's a buffoon. And, the only, and, like, the only reason he's a good teacher in any way, and this is what Dumbledore says at some point, or maybe it's J.K. Rowling saying that this is why Dumbledore picked him, yeah. is because he's a good example of what not to do. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, that, and I just think that, like, he's not... I don't know. I, I, I guess he does try and remove their memories a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think just, like, as a well-written character, too, mm-hmm. he's, like, so fun to listen to and to read, and you're also, yes. like, super frustrated at the same time. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, this guy. Well, I liked reading about him more than no. I liked watching yeah. him. So, if we're talking, yeah, if we're talking about, like, as a, a character to listen to, I think he would be higher up on my list, too. Okay. Um... But then, yeah, Barty Crouch Jr. would be um, because my next he actually person. he actually he, does teach them things. He does. It's not appropriate in no. a school setting, but yes, he does teach them about the um, unbreakable. And like or not he teaches, he teaches Harry how to, uh, like, not wait off, but like, fight the Imperius Curse, right? Or is it Cruciatus? No, that's Cruciatus. No, he doesn't teach him how to do that. Yeah, he uses it on them. On the stock. Yeah. Which he realizes, which also, like, begs the question of why he Yeah, because, like, wouldn't Voldemort want to use that on him? But it could also show, like, how resistant he's able to be. Yeah. You know? I guess. But, yeah. Um, I would put him next. And then, of course, Lupin. Lupin is my number one. Lupin! And I think it's the number one for everybody. He's yeah. the actual, like, only good teacher, like, good yeah. person. That Even though he's have. homeless. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Not, though. <laughs> Another Starkid reference. Yes. So, he is the best. Yes. And he also loves Harry, and mm-hmm. you can really see that he's just an amazing person. Yes. yes. You have your mother's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, is yeah. that the first time yeah. we hear that quote? Um, yeah. Okay. So, maybe. So. Yes. Oh. Uh, sure. So cute. <laughs> yeah, Lupin's great. Yes, he is. Is it time for the cast? Yeah. I think we're okay. on to Order of the Phoenix now. Yeah, we are. Woo! Book five. Yeah. I mean, movie five. Sorry. Movie five. <laughs> well, book five still, well, but s- same I understand yes, what you yeah. mean. Okay. Um, so, new people in this. Um, we have Mrs. Arabella Fig, so the neighbor. Um, she, we finally get introduced to her. She is, um, Catherine Hunter. We also, um, get our final Lord Voldemort, which is played by Ralph Fiennes. We are finally introduced to Nymphadora Tonks, which is played by Natalie Tanya. Um, I'm gonna mention him again just because we didn't really meet the character before, Mm -hmm. um, we get to finally get introduced to Mad-Eye Moody, um, which is, again, Brendan Gleeson, mm-hmm. the character. Yeah. Um, we also meet Kingsley Shacklebolt, which is played by George Harris. I like him. Um, and then we have two characters that are in this movie but are not in the other ones as the same people, I'm pretty sure, and it's Elpheus Elf- Do- Doge, um, played by Peter Cartwright, and Emmeline Vance, which is Brigitte Millar. They're, they don't have any lines in this movie, but they are in 
the beginning scene when they are riding off on the brooms. They are oh. a part of that company. Okay. Um, then, other new people, we get to meet Creature, another house elf, um, that Creature. they put in, um, and he is played, he's, his voice is played by Timothy Bateson, um, Creature is one of my favorite people. Yes. Um, <laughs> I guess he could make it into my top favorite character. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then, I think that's all the, in. oh, never mind, I lied. We have our fifth defense yes. against the dark arts teacher, Dolores Umbridge, played by Imelda Staunton. Hate the character. Love, love the, the actress. actress. <laughs> um, and, oh, another important one. Sorry. It's okay. We finally get to meet Luna Lovegood. I love her. We actually I love, huh, love her. her. Um, and she is played by Ivana Lynch. Yes. Which, I love her. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's a great person. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Okay. I love Luna. Oh. I lied. What? We, we get introduced to Bellatrix Lestrange. Oh, yeah. In this one. Um, she is played by Helena Bonham Carter, um, Ooh. and we also meet, um, Grop, which is, um, Hagrid's half-brother. Oh, I always yeah. usually forget about him. He is yeah. played by Tony Monsley. Okay. There we go. Cool. My fun facts. Okay. Daniel Radcliffe came up with a suggestion of respect to a teacher that Harry most currently looked up to. So... He wanted to dress like a teacher that he looked up to because he's teaching them. Aww, so he cool. tried to dress more up like Professor Lupin when he was teaching lessons. That's so cool. I know. Uh, this one's really funny. Okay. Helena Bonham Carter, who played Bellatrix Lestrange, wore chicken fillets to make her breasts look bigger. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Isn't She's that great. hilarious? I love, I love her. her so much. Uh, so in the Chamber of Secrets, when Ron, Fred, and George are rescuing Harry from the Dursleys, mm -hmm. Ron says, rescuing you, of course. Mm -hmm. In this film, Moody, who is played by Barty Crouch Jr., mm -hmm. says, no, 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 sorry. That's what he <laughs> says when he's picking yes. up. I'm sorry. Um, Moody says the same thing to Harry when they're picking him up. Yes. Rescuing so you, of course. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so even though they play enemies in the film, Emma Thompson and Imelda Staunton, so Trelawney yeah. and uh, Umbridge, uh -huh. uh, are actually very good friends, and Aww. they live opposite each other. That's so cute! I know. <laughs> uh, the portrait in, so it said the portrait, but I'm guessing it's just one of the portraits okay. in Dumbledore's office, is Phineas Nigelius Black. He is mm -hmm. the great-grandfather of Sirius Black, Bellatrix mm -hmm. Lestrange, and Narcissa Malfoy. He's also the great-great-grandfather to Draco and Tonks. Mm -hmm. And then it ended with Phineas was a busy man. <laughs> <laughs> he was. <laughs> uh, so it also goes through and talks about, well, I'm also going through and talking about um, the Sirius Black family. You see that mm -hmm. uh, imagery of the I, yeah. entire tree, the family tree, which... Um, J.K. Rowling actually uh, wrote down, like, all of them mm -hmm. and, like, 80-plus people yeah, she and their lot. backstories and, like, relationships mm -hmm. just for this scene, Yeah, honestly. 
And so it reveals that Bellatrix is sisters with Narcissa, mm -hmm. and also they are uh, cousins with Sirius. Mm -hmm. Siri or Narcissa is Draco Malfoy's mother. Mm -hmm. um, and one that's not mentioned in the film is that Tonks is first cousin once removed uh, to Bellatrix Lestrange, I think. Mm -hmm. So, or no, too serious. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, because her mother, Andromeda, Andromeda, is sister to Bellatrix and mm -hmm. Narcissa. So, but her face is burned off. Both their faces yes. are burned off. Um, because Andromeda married a muggle-born wizard. Yep. So. There's actually, um, I don't know their fan account, actually, but they mm -hmm. have made, like, a fan fiction movie, and it's actually really well done. Really? About the Black Sisters. And it, oh. I, I started watching it. I haven't finished it yet, um, but it is very good. Do you want to um, figure out where that's from? I can, yeah, I can look it up. I but like it's it's a that. it's a fan fiction movie, so it's totally made up by them. But um, it kind of talks about their relationship with each mm. other and, like, makes it up. And I, I kind of wish it was true. Huh. But I'll look that up, yes. Okay. I mean, they made The Cursed Child true, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, in the scene where Harry, Ron, and Hermione are discussing Harry's kiss with Cho... The three of them begin to crack up near the end of the scene, and this was all real laughter from three actors. Yes, the director thought that's... it was good for the scene and kept rolling. That's one of my favorite, yes. like, little things that have been put into the movies. Like, literally, that's probably why Order of the Phoenix is why so high on my list yeah. of favorite ones, just because of that scene. And it seems like, just over the years, like, okay, yes, the characters, they're getting closer and closer each year. But, but the, the actors, actors are too. Yeah. Because the first movie, mm -hmm. she was too scared to hug the guys. Yeah. And now they're like best friends yeah. and like, it's, it's super it's cute. It's just so cute. Also, I found um, the, the fan account. Yeah. Okay. It's, um, so the movie is Sisters House of Black, an unofficial fan film. Um, and it's by Kelsey Ellison. It is on, is it on YouTube? It's on YouTube. Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. So you can watch it if you want, um, but I think it's pretty good. Like, it's pretty well done. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to them. Okay. Um, during filming, filming, <laughs> sorry, during filming, uh -huh. uh, Alan Rickman banned Matthew Lewis and Rupert Grant from being within five meters of his new BMW because during the filming of Goblet of Fire, they spilled a milkshake in his car. <laughs> <laughs> I love that That's he made funny. that rule. That's great. <laughs> uh, okay, so according to the original, original script, the character of Creature was not intended to be in this film at all. Hmm. But after J.K. Rowling read the script, she more or less insisted on him being neat needing to be there in order to avoid some serious problems in the with, future yeah different uh books and <gasps> movies so that's great um though he wasn't a noticeable impact on the plot or story mm -hmm. like someone else i know peeves um, <laughs> <laughs> but this one was kept. they were added because they said that well of course he's there mm -hmm. because he's there later yeah so but like okay going back to peeves like, in the whole, in the ending of the the series, like, mm -hmm. Peeves is, like, a big part in the war with Hogwarts. Yeah. Because, like, he stands up for Hogwarts and he starts throwing things at Death Eaters. Yeah. And it's just, like, but 
he's not there. And it's just I like, wish they would have oh. at least had somebody playing him the whole time. Yeah. Even if they didn't have any lines or anything, you know? I don't know. It's sad. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Okay. Helena McCroy was originally cast as Bellatrix Lestrange, hmm. but due to pregnancy, she um. had been replaced by Helena Bonham Carter. McCoy was later cast as Narcissa Malfoy. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, okay, so in this movie, they got a specific wand choreographer yes. because of all of the dueling that happens. Start uh, doing that. Yes. <laughs> Um, so, for instance, Lucius Malfoy would have a very formal and somewhat stiff fighting style. Mm-hmm. It was created by Paul Harris, who is the wand choreography mm-hmm. choreographer. In uh-huh. um, Sirius Black, he was a snappy and more spontaneous street file, mm-hmm. fight style. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, not th- Okay, so this isn't seen in the movie, mm-hmm. but according to this... Or, I guess, the script. Mm -hmm. Uh, The code to enter the Ministry of Magic from the street, the Mm -hmm. telephone booth, is 62442, which spells out the word magic. Yes. It's great. (laughs) I love it. Yes. Okay. Um, During filming of the standoff scene in the Ministry of Magic, Matthew Lewis suffered a perforated eardrum? After oh, yes. yeah. accidentally yes. moving his head while Helena Bonham Cord- Carter had her yeah. wand in his ear. And yep. so he I was actually that. deaf in that ear for a few days afterwards. But he laughs about it now, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite scenes. I don't know why, but it is. I just like it because it's like... It's, it's a real... All, it's a problem now. <laughs> yeah, first of all, like... They are in real danger. Bellatrix, like... She tortured... Mm-hmm. his parents yeah and now she's even like well i'm gonna take this kid because mm-hmm. and i don't think he she was intentionally being like it's because of his parents but it could have been and yeah. it's like That's are a- you really so hateful yeah and so like it's just yeah. it shows how much like neville and his family name mm-hmm. actually means to the death eaters which is another reason why i like We'll, we'll get to it later, but, like, in the books, they show Neville's parents at the yeah. infirmary when they go to visit Arthur, which they don't in the movie, and, like, that's a really big and impactful scene because yeah. you actually get to know why Neville lives with his grandmother. So, like, yeah. the people who have only seen the movies don't know this fact, yeah. and it's, like, his parents suffered a lot. Yeah. I, I assume that, that they were dead when no. you find out in the fourth movie that they were tortured. Yeah. So I assume that they were dead no, they until find you out told in the fifth me one. that they were tortured. No, because maybe you just told me about it. Yeah. They, they it's in the fifth one because okay. that's when um, Neville is talking to Harry after um, the Dumbledore's yeah. army. Well, I just remember you telling me that the reason he's so upset about the Cruciatus curse yes. in class is because his parents. Yeah. So maybe I just asked you. Yeah, no, okay. that you don't find that out until the fifth one. <clears throat> okay. Yes. So, boop, boop, boop. the Department of Mysteries, is it Mysteries? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was the, the first completely computer-generated set used in the series. Really? 
because there were it was too expensive to use yeah. 15,000 crystal <laughs> balls uh-huh. and they would have had to broken all of them yeah. and clean them up and do that and a lot. set them again. Yeah. So they okay. actually had to walk around uh, with green screened sets mm-hmm. and pretend like they were there but actually like I think it, it looks, looks really good. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for pretty animated. Like that's it's really cool. Yeah. Um so, over 30,000 individually placed tiles were used to create the Ministry of Magic sets. Oh my gosh. But ceramic tiles would have been really expensive, so instead, mm-hmm. they just made heavily painted cardboard <laughs> for all of the pieces. That's cool. Yeah, and I looked at pictures, and, like, now that I know I can kind of tell, but mm-hmm. also, like, it looks really good mm-hmm. still. Um, my last fun fact for this one is that when Dumbledore's army first meets at the Hogshead Inn, Mm -hmm. there's a bartender bartender Mm -hmm. accompanied by a goat, Mm -hmm. played by Jim McManus, and credited as Barman. But he was later identified as Aberforth. But Aberforth is... Yes. I thought he was in the Three Broomsticks. I guess, but I I don't know. Well, he, he comes in, I don't know. And Maybe so it is the Hogshead, but he is actually played by somebody else. No, yeah, in the in, in Deathly Death Hollows. Okay. So I was just it didn't like say like this was confirmed by J.K. Rowling yeah. or like anything like that. So I, don't know. I wasn't sure if I believed it completely, but yeah. you know, it could be. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so that's all for um, Order, Order of the, the Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeet. So now we're going to go through our top five favorite actors and actresses and their performances in yes. the, the movies. Um, and, and this is and very different. Things. <laughs> yes, this is very different, actually, for me on my list mm-hmm. than my favorite characters. So okay. I don't know how yours is, but that's how mine is. Um, it's, pre- it's, it's pretty different. Okay. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go? Um, y- y- I, I don't know. You can go first. Okay. I always let you go first. <laughs> so, um, I put him last, but I really think he would be third, honestly, mm-hmm. out of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Tom Felton, who mm-hmm. plays Draco Malfoy. Yes. I've always loved him. Mm-hmm. I used to have this picture of him that I printed <laughs> off the internet and kept in my room and would kiss every night. <laughs> um, and also, he was on the radio one time, like, oh, nearby. He was in Decatur. Yeah, that's the radio he was on. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I was at my friend Megan's house, and I started crying because I heard his voice on the radio. <laughs> I just love him so much. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Anyway, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. His hair is so pretty. <laughs> Have you seen his hair recently? No. Oh, but... you should follow him on Instagram. I know. His facial hair is kind of... Uh, no. Well, no. I'm just saying his hair in general. Oh, just, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Sorry, Tom. I love you. <laughs> is he balding? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel like it's because of the bleach that they had to put in his Probably. hair, Probably. I'm assuming He should it sue. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, anyway. He's probably getting paid enough. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't care. So then I have Julie Walters, mm, who yes. is Mrs. Weasley. Mm-hmm. I love her and everything she's in, mm-hmm. and, like, she's very comical in different things that mm-hmm. she's in, so in this one, it's just nice because she gets pretty serious near the end movies, mm-hmm. and then when she says that line yes. in she's Deathly Hallows... She's just protective mother. Oh my gosh, I love her yes. so much. It's great. So, she's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, next, I have Maggie Smith, who mm-hmm. plays McGonagall. Yes. 
I just like her. I she's every funny. time she's in something, she's a very fantastic, 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 <laughs> fantastic actress. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I love her. Uh, number two is Emma Watson, who mm-hmm. plays Hermione. I think she is a really good actress. Mm-hmm. I think she's just so good at her craft, mm-hmm. and she knows like she knows that she needs to do a lot of research, just mm-hmm. like Hermione, mm-hmm. um, and she really gets into her characters mm-hmm. every time. So yes, which is why I need to see Beauty and the Beast. I know yes, it's you fine. Do. My number one mm-hmm. favorite actress is. And all of these are actresses except for Draco oh. or Tom Felton. That's, <laughs> That's pretty funny. funny. Um, is Helena Bonham Carter, ah. who plays Bellatrix. Yes. She's in a lot of different things that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, Ocean's 8 is a new movie oh, that yes. she's in. She, she's, she's so, so great in that. Funny. Oh my god. And she's funny in this too. Mm-hmm. Like, without but, even meaning to be. But a different way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's another one? Oh, I like her in Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. Yes. But she's in so many other things mm-hmm. that I just love her. Yes. Um, and Why then I have... she a... in something recently that we just saw? I don't know. I don't know. Probably, it'll probably yeah. come to me sometime. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also have an honorable mention. Oh, okay. Alanis the cat who plays Mrs. Norris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I saw it on the cast list as uh-huh. uncredited and oh. I was like... Yes. <laughs> also, interesting fact that I forgot from mm-hmm. the first movie, the cat that they used to play McGonagall mm-hmm. uh, ran away, like, twice. Oh, But it always came back. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yes. That's cute. So those are my top five. Okay. Of, and my honorable mention. Yes. Go ahead, on okay. yours. Here are mine. They are not really in a particular order. I'm just going to read them in a particular order. Um, but I think my top two are definitely in the right order. Yeah, that's but, how I felt about mine. Yeah. Um, so here we go. I also have Julie Walters. Um, she's awesome. Yes. Love Molly Weasley, and I love Julie Walters. I really love her in Mamma Mia. Me too. Um, she's so funny. Yeah. What's that other one, the Marigold Hotel? Is she Oh, yeah. Uh, is she? Should I look She might be. I don't know. But she's just an awesome person. Love her. Oh, she's in, um... What is that movie? Oh my gosh. Jane Eyre. Oh, okay. Right? Am I right? Hold on. No, no. It's Becoming Jane. Um, that's, she's, plays the mother. Okay. Of Jane Austen. Gotcha. That's it. Not Jane Eyre. I don't know why I said that. But, I love her in that. Um, <laughs> my next person is Maggie Smith. Um, I love Maggie Smith. Maggie. A lot. Yes, McGonagall. Yeah. McGonagall. Um, love Maggie Smith so very much. Um, another reason I love her is because it might be one of your fun facts, but, um, she was actually going through cancer when yes. she was filming the I, last... I'll, I'll Deathly, read it. it. It was when, during Deathly Hollow, she was going okay. through cancer, but she, she wanted to be in the movies. Like, yes. she was like, nope, I'm still doing it. <laughs> and she did, and it was great. And, and she survived. She beat cancer, yep. so. Yes. Woo. Yeah, she's awesome. That's the um, second time we've mentioned someone beating cancer. Yeah. And I think great. it's the same kind, wasn't it? I'm not sure. I have it in my notes. Okay. I'll read it. We'll read it later. Um, but, um, she's also in Downton <clears throat> Abbey, and, um, I also just watched one of her older movies, which mm-hmm. is called, um, Lady in a Van. Which huh. you haven't seen yet. I haven't seen it's it. It's very good. Um, but she she plays a totally different character yeah. than her other, t- like, these two. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, she's she's just great. Um, my next person, I have Gary Oldman. I uh, love Gary yes. Oldman. Just, like, 
I love Sirius Black a lot. Yeah. Like, he is on my top five favorite characters, but also, I just love Gary Oldman. I was Oldman. really... Well, Anytime is, there's yeah. something with Gary Oldman, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is yes. gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. he was in the Batman movie, loved yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And that's um, something that he was, like, not expecting yeah. before Harry Potter, and that's how he got into it, is mm-hmm. because of Harry Potter. Yeah. But, but yes, it is Becoming Jane, Ashley. Becoming Jane. What did I say she was in? Um, the Marigold Hotel? Yeah. I don't think she is. No, I think Maggie Smith's in that, though. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. But she is uh, Mrs. Montague in Nomeo and Juliet. Oh, yes, I love yes, that. Yes, I love that movie. Um, okay, um, number <clears throat> two, Emma Watson. Yes. She had to be on my list. She's so amazing. Good. She's so good at everything that she does. And oh I really, gosh. she's in Little Women, and that's another okay. reason why I want to go see yes. Little Women. Um, but she's also really good in her just performance. Everything that she does. In Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh my gosh. I love her no. so much. We'll, we'll have to do Perks of Being a Wallflower at some point. It's my favorite it's, book, it's so good. we have to. Yeah. But we're doing movies here. No. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, and my last one. It's really not because of his performance in Harry Potter. But he's an amazing man, and I have to mention him again. <laughs> David Tennant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love him so much in everything that he does. Yes. He's just an amazing actor. Really, if you just, if you watch anything with him, yeah. he does an amazing job. He's a beautiful person. Um, he's a beautiful person. He's in Doctor Who. He's yes. in so many other things. One of my favorite um, movies that he's in is... Um, can't even think about it now. It's your favorite movie. It's one of my favorites. How could you forget? I don't know. Oh, Decoy Bride. It's like one oh, of those yeah, like yeah. side movies that he probably he's did. In that? Yeah, he's the main male. I guess figure. I just haven't seen it in a really long okay. time. Well, he's in that and he's amazing. <laughs> um, and also he's in um, Jessica Jones as the bad mm-hmm. guy, Kilgrave. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Jessica Jones, so <sighs> it's so good. He's such, he's he's, he's such a really a, good bad guy. He's such a good bad guy. Barty Crouch Junior. He doesn't even say that, but I love saying it. It's time for a bad guy song. (laughs) But yeah, David Tennant. Yes, top top guy. I actually was thinking about it while you were talking. Okay. And I know I have. Okay, earlier, do you remember when I was like, I had somebody, but I can't remember who it was. Uh huh. Alan Rickman. Oh, I'm so stupid. Duh. I don't know how I forgot him. Yeah, so he's in there. <laughs> he's in there for me too. But yeah, I, I think I would drop Julie Walters. Sorry, Julie, I love you. I'd probably drop Tom Felton. Hi, Tom. I'm sorry, Tom. No, yeah, Alan Rickman's just—he's just like his own being. That's why we didn't yes. count him. <laughs> yes. Um, he's also great. Um, yes. And we just watched Love Actually, which he's in. Yeah. Um. And also, Sense and I actually love him in that movie. No, I love him in Love Actually. I actually love him. Oh, you actually, actually love, love him. You actually love him. I love him. him, actually. I gotcha. Ha! <laughs> huh. Okay. Anyway, yes. Are you laughing? He's, all, he's also... No. <laughs> oh, are you talking to them? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Half-Blood Prince? Here we go! Okay! We're almost there! Yeah! <laughs> okay. Cast for Half-Blood Prince. Here we go. Um, we are introduced to Fenrir Greyback, who is played by Dave Legeno. Le- Legano? I don't know how to say it. Yeah, it um, is. That's that guy. That's him. Um, 
she's just in the beginning of the movie, so I'll mention her just because, you know, mm-hmm. she didn't get very much recognition. But she was in the movie, so that's kind of yeah. cool. Um, the waitress at the beginning who Harry starts to flirt with, mm. um, she's played by Alarica Johnson. Um, we get to meet Professor Horace Slughorn, mm-hmm. um, one of the lovable Slytherins in our lives. Um, yes. is played by Jim Broadbent. Um, then we also have Narcissa Malafoy. We get mm-hmm. to meet. She's played by Helen McCrory. Sorry, I said her name. Yeah, you said Helen the other. No, I, <laughs> no, I said Helen McCrory. Oh, okay. But McCrory. I also said Helena yeah. because of Helena Bonham yeah. Carter. I was like, that's not right. Um, but anyway, yes. Um, we also have Cormac McLaggen. Um, <laughs> he is played by Freddie Stroma. We have Lavender Brown, played by Jesse Cave. So the two love interests slash not love interests mm-hmm. um, yes. of Hermione and Ron. And then I think that's all we've got because our Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher in this one is Professor Snape. Yeah. Um, we really don't get to see him teach Defense Against the Dark Arts, no. though, in the movie. Um, no. Yeah, like at all. <laughs> so, so we don't actually get like that's the other reason why i would i don't know we don't really get to see snape no teaching but he does teach um the one day when in the third movie with about well, werewolves yeah but that's, so that's the one okay. time that we can see him teaching him actually teaching and he does teach it I mean, exactly he's kind of mean but but yeah. he's still like yeah teaching them uh-huh. and informing them that there's a werewolf at their school be mm-hmm. careful yeah which like Part of me is, like, he was doing that because he doesn't like the guy, but mm-hmm. the other half of me is, like, okay, but he's actually teaching them a good thing yeah. because he could attack them. Yeah. But that's all my new characters that sort of matter. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna... The other ones matter, I'm just saying. Yeah. They just sort of matter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Half-Blood Prince fun facts... My first fun fact is that the dress Luna Lovegood wears to the Slughorn Christmas party took two months to make. Oh my gosh. Yes. I did not know that. Yes. Prop masters were really mm-hmm. on it with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Watson almost quit the Harry Potter franchise prior to shooting this. Why? To focus on school. Oh, yes. Okay. I yes. Knew that. I was but like, she what? didn't. <laughs> she didn't because she couldn't imagine anyone else playing Hermione. Mm-hmm. And, like, it would really suck if she wasn't. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so the green tint to the film during flashback scenes with young Tom Felton are a nod to the fact that Riddle was the heir of Slytherin. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Um. Uh, Robert Knox, who plays Marcus Belby, mm. and you only see yeah. him in the Slughorn Christmas. Well, the, it's not the it's, Christmas it's party, the but it's the club. Slug Club. Yeah. Yes. This is really sad. He was stabbed to death outside of a bar in southeast London just days after filming wrapped up. Oh my god! He intervened in a fight in an attempt to protect his brother. The assailant, Carl Norman Bishop, was sentenced to life imprisonment with minimum 20-year non-parole period. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's really crazy that that just, like happen right after Sorry, coming. you really matter. I didn't mention you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. I mentioned him, so it's okay. Yeah. But Jeez. that's also a note to my true crime fans out there. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> yes. Wow. Okay. So, next. Young Voldemort slash Tom Riddle is played by Hero Fianis 
Tiffin, mm-hmm. and he is actually the, the nephew. nephew of Ralph Fiennes, mm-hmm. who plays adult Voldemort. Yep. Uh, the director, David Yates, said he did not get the role due to his relation, <laughs> but he actually got his role due to the ability to find the darker space in his line mm. readings. Yes. I mean, he does do a very nice job. At yes. This. Like, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's a creepy child. Yeah. And you just happen to be related <laughs> to this person. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you kind of look like them. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Maggie Smith, Professor McGonagall, was go- undergoing treatment for breast cancer during filming. So it was this movie that it was oh, happening in. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I don't know. I she doubted she con- continue acting, but then she made a full recover- co- recovery mm-hmm. after bouts of chemotherapy. So, yay! yay. Love her. Love her. Um, okay. The film, this is how I remembered that we saw it in Paris. Mm-hmm. Illinois. Paris, Illinois. Paris, Illinois. Sorry. <laughs> um, the film was going to be released in November 2008, mm-hmm. but was bumped to July 2009 to take advantage of an open summer weekend. Mm, okay. Studio executives at Warner Brothers received hate mail and death threats because of the decision to postpone the release. Yeah. I mean, they did that for the fourth book, too. Really? Like, it was bad. Like, because um, JK wanted, like, a breathing period because like she was literally in Harry Potter like there were the movies going yeah. on and the books and like she was like overwhelmed yeah and like she wanted it to be the best that it could be yeah but like fans were getting so upset like there were death threats like sent that's to like just, publishers and things like that that's not it, no. how to be a Harry Potter fan no. guys <laughs> It's not. If but you're, anyway. If you're that obsessed with this, you need a therapist. Yes. <laughs> but. Talkspace. Sponsor us or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, despite being sworn enemies in the books and movies, Radcliffe counts Tom Felton, who plays Draco Malfoy, as one of his best friends. Mm. And Felton's convincing portrayal as the bad guy earned him two consecutive MTV Movie Awards for Best Villain in 2010 and 2011. That's so cool. No, I I really do love him in this this one. This is my favorite one. This is the one that, like, this is so stupid and Mm -hmm. so nerdy, but when I'm, like, laying in bed and I can't fall asleep and I have to, like, fantasize about something, this is the one, the movie that I put myself into (laughs) as, like, a wizard, (laughs) and I'm friends with, like, Harry and Hermione and Ron, and Mm. I have to become, like friends with Draco because <laughs> he's a bad guy, but I'm also, like, sympathetic for him, and then we fall in love. <laughs> I'm such a nerd, oh my oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> no, I just love him in this one. Yeah, you don't it's, do that. I don't do that. <laughs> Would you do that with Ron? Not do you really. kill Hermione off? And no, then, oh. I don't. <laughs> I want them to be together. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, I'm I weird. I think it's David Tennant, but he's not a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Or serious Black. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> uh, David Yates, the film director, cites, Reb- cites Rembrandt was mm. an influence for Half-Blood Prince's color palette and lighting. That makes sense. Yes, because he Rembrandt used dark earth tones mm-hmm. and the illusion of strong lights and heavy shadows. Yes. Yes, I thought you would find that interesting. Yes. Okay, this one's sad as well. Mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe admitted to often drive, arriving, not driving, to work on the movie drunk. 
Aww. Radcliffe stopped drinking entirely in 2010 and has become an inspiration to people who struggle with alcoholism. Yay! Yay! So sad, but happy. <laughs> Good job, Daniel. Yay! Okay, a total of 27 owls appear in the Half-Blood Prince before it was mostly animated mm-hmm. owls. Mm-hmm. Each owl had at least three doubles on set at all times. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Every owl used for the film came from animal sanctuaries, and none were harmed in the making of the film. That's so good. Yay! Yay, animals. Yes. Bonnie Wright, who played Ginny Weasley in the series, is really into art. She spent a week in the film's art department to expand her work experience. She helped decorate... Not direct. Decorate the Weasley house and said it was funny filming around objects in the home that she helped make. That's so cool. Yes. Um. Professor Slunghorn, Jim Broadbent, uh-huh. played Tom Felton's on-screen dad in an indie-slash-fantasy movie, The Borrowers. Hmm. Felton was only seven years old at the time, so he didn't think that Broadbent would remember him, but on the first day that they filmed together, Broadbent called Felton Pea Green, which was his character's name in The Borrowers. Oh, that's so cute. I know. (laughs) I love Tom. both of them. Yes. (laughs) Okay, two more. Author J.K. Rowling wrote the drinking song that Hagrid and Slughorn are singing. That's That's my favorite scene. That's a good one. (laughs) That's my favorite scene because you finally... And he... Yes. And... And... Yeah. Don't forget the pinches. Yes. That's great. <laughs> um, I wonder if he was drunk during that scene. I mean, he could have been. Yeah. I mean, he that's how he played it. He yeah. played it like he was drunk. Yeah. So. Anyway. I don't um, think he was actually drunk. J.K. Rowling called it Odo, or Udo, mm-hmm. the hero. Odo, the hero, I think. Mm. And only the last four verses I are known. Know. I think you only need four oh, verses for a drinking song anyway. Yeah. That's what it says. <laughs> <It's good. clears throat> So this is the one that Which I told you earlier that? you might be upset about. Mm. I'm going to have to give a little more explanation on this because okay. I actually had to go to a different article to figure out what this thing was even talking okay. about. So the actor who plays Dumbledore became a father for the third time at age 68. Oh my gosh. Sir Michael Gambon, Miss Gambon's mistress, set de- decorator Philippa Hart, gave birth to Gambon's third child on June 22, 2009. Gammon has another child with Hart and one with Lady Anne, his wife, of over 50 years. So, I was like, are they still married? Over mm-hmm. 50 years. And then he also had another child with this woman. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, he has two families and kept the second family secret from his wife until it was discovered um, when he introduced Philippa Hart to the rest of his cast as, like, his girlfriend. Oh my and gosh. it was figured out through his wife, but she accepted it, and um, they moved on in their marriage, and they are still married to this day. Is he still with the other one? Yes. Oh my gosh. So he has two families at this point. That's... Oh my gosh. It's really... I mean, if you're a... Whatever it's called, polyamorous or whatever. Yeah. I'm not trying to downgrade your lifestyle but also yeah. like I am because also I just don't go don't, behind somebody's back don't yeah that's what I'm most angry about is that like he just totally kept this a secret like yep what the heck I don't <sighs> yeah I mean I don't believe in polyamorous relationships to begin with but like 
Oh. Yeah. Is it bad that the smoking is what makes me the most angry, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, because smoking is bad. Smoking is very bad. <laughs> Stop smoking or vaping or doing anything with nicotine or tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's my last thing for uh, Half-Blood Prince. Ooh. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about our experience with uh, the Wizarding world. world of Harry Potter in <laughs> Universal Studios. Orlando. Awesome. So we went, um, I don't know, the first time we went, well, the first time I went by myself. Yeah. With so, the school. Yeah, so, um, but we then both we, went on trips to Florida with our schools, and, um, but we I also went. were there when we went to Florida with our family for, like, the family reunion thing. Do you remember that? Y- yes. But that was after. after. Okay. So my freshman year of high school, I went with my school in the band, and I mm-hmm. got to go, and it was literally the best experience of my life. I was with my other Harry Potter people, and they were excited, and mm-hmm. I was excited, and I got my pygmy puff, and it's just like, it's just a, it's not a blur, but it's also like, I just can't believe I yeah. was there. So like, I was just in disbelief the entire time. And actually on that trip, they did like an award ceremony at the end of it. And I got the Potter Princess Award. Because <laughs> the entire time we were at Disney, I just wanted to be at Harry Potter World. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a Do you want to tell them the name of your pygmy puff? The name of my pygmy puff's name is Peanut. And he's cool. Yes. But it's ironic because I don't really like peanuts, but I just thought it was a cute name because he's a he's a little peanut. Yeah. Yeah. My and it had to start with a P. My <laughs> pygmy puff's name is Bill because Bill and Fleur. Yes. And I just gotten Fleur, so. Yes. Um, but, so, yeah, the next time we went, we went as a family because we were at a family reunion thing. Yeah, we just and went, like, very quickly. I don't yes. even know if we went to the Wizarding, wizarding World. We, we did... I think. I don't think we did. Maybe we didn't. But we definitely went no, on we some went, rides. We went. We went. It was during the day. So we went one night and just did City Walk. And then the next day we went for like a full day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember now. Because so, that's when I got my robes. Yeah. That yeah. was when I got my robes. Yes. Yeah. And I remember that was when I was still like kind of anxious and mm-hmm. like big crowds, crowds. and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have a no, I had a phone, but I had given it to one of you guys because you were waiting in line for butter the beer. journey. The oh, journey. Yes. And I was waiting in line you for Butterbeer butter for beer. you guys. Yes. And then I couldn't find you, and I started, like, having a panic attack, <sighs> and I had to sit down, and then a show started, and um, one of the wizards, like, that was there, she was, like, about to offer to let me use her cell phone. I know, but then I saw Ben, and I was like, Ben! Ben! (laughs) Ben is our cousin, so thank you, Ben. (laughs) But yeah, that was a really scary moment for me, and that's probably one of the reasons I don't like Diagon Alley as much as Mm -hmm. um, the other place. No, that's not Diagon Alley. That's Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. You like Diagon Alley. I like Diagon Alley. <laughs> anyway, but the second time you went was probably a much better experience. No, than the first it wasn't. Time. Oh, really? Yeah. So the oh. second time I went um, was with the school, mm-hmm. and oh, I yeah. had been sick the day before, mm-hmm. and I so the award ceremony. I mm-hmm. won the dehydration award <laughs> because I got really sick and dehydrated because, oh. and that's when I found out that um, tea 
does not yeah, hydrate it you. It dehydrates you. <laughs> so, yeah, I got really sick the night before, and um, in order to keep me safe, I was not allowed to ride any rides. Mm. So my friend Kendall, who was afraid of roller coasters at that point, I think she still is, mm. but she was always the bag lady whenever we mm-hmm. went somewhere. Um, she would walk around the place with me, and we just kind of walked around. It was a nice day, honestly. Yeah. I did have a good time. You got and, the night bus recording. Yeah, for I did me, get so it. That was I really did nice. get a night bus recording for you, yeah. which is on YouTube, I think. No, um, I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, I have it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, but um, that was a, that was okay day. Yeah. I just was really sick and I was really sad that I couldn't ride anything. Yeah. No, we did ride um the hippogriff. Oh yes. That was the mm-hmm. only one we got to ride mm-hmm. because it wasn't too scary for Kendall mm-hmm. and it was also like mild and mm-hmm. the line was 15 minutes long and it was yes. just when the ride came out so I was okay. like we gotta go on it now. <laughs> um so we did and it was good. But yeah, I think the last time we went, which was last winter with our foreign exchange student, Charlie, and and our brother and our mom, we stayed at a resort, which was really cool. It was really awesome. Loved the resort. What was it called? Um, the, the banana, the bandana, no, Cabana. 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 It was like a retro theme place. So there was like an old fashioned bowling alley in there and you could order food and stuff. There was an arcade and everything. It was, it was really, really cool. cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it had, like, two or three poles, yeah. but we only had two. We were accessed yeah. to two of them or something. So I suggest if you're planning on going, go to one of the resorts and, and stay. stay. It's, it's because really nice. You get to you get early admission to, to the, the parks. parks, so you can go early, ride whatever you want to mm-hmm. ride so that you can, you know, really get on there yeah. really fast. And then the rest of the day, you can just Relax. rest and watch everything and be That's in the great. park and yeah. like tessa said something like this before where she just likes being there yeah like if she if i, I could just be there and not like if not have to pay no agenda. i would have loved that um so one of the days i think it was the third day um we stayed there for a week right yeah, we five stayed days there i think a, yeah okay and um we it was me and charlie and ryan and we got up early because my allison and Mommy didn't want to get up It was early. New Year's Day. Yeah, it was New Year's Day. They didn't want to get up early, but I was like, I want to go in. And so Charlie and Ryan came with me, and we got in early, and we went on the journey ride, which was a big mistake. Ryan got really sick. Oh, yeah. And I didn't feel very good either. Um, <laughs> but we went on it, and it was really fun. It was a short line, so it was okay. Um, but then the, the boys wanted to leave. They wanted to go back mm-hmm. to the hotel. But I was like, no, I'm, I'm spending my day. Yeah. In, in Hogwarts. So, I literally spent, I don't know, probably five hours just by myself in the Wizarding yes. World. And it was literally the best thing. I was literally just walking around finding places to sit and look. Like, I even, I found, there. so in Diagon Alley, there's a dragon at the top of Gringotts. Yep. And there's a, they they have a timer for when the fire shoots out of his mouth. I figured out that it's 15 minutes. (laughs) Because I was there for so long. But you took me to that spot where you sat. And it's such a good sitting area. You You can see everything. Yes, you get a nice It's right behind the, it's right behind Hagrid's motorcycle if Mm -hmm. you want to find it. Yes. But but it's it's really good. You get a nice little 
angle of the whole entire street, you get to look at everybody's faces coming yeah. into the park. And they're so for the amazed first time, and they're every just time. Like, <gasps> and then they're all taking pictures, and, yeah. like, literally when the dragon happens, everybody's just, like, frozen for, like, five minutes and, like, just videoing the dragon, and yep. it's just like, ugh. But, yeah. So, if you have the chance and you have, like, a day that you can just sit and walk around... Yeah. I would suggest doing that. Yeah, it's it was really nice having all yeah. that time, especially mm-hmm. because we were there for five days, mm-hmm. and, like, we spent most of our time in the Wizarding World. Yeah. Because that was what the we part, came there yeah, for. Yeah, that's what we wanted to be there for. <laughs> we did other things, too, but it was really yeah, for Harry and Potter. Yeah, it was just the best. Yeah. And Charlie was kind of annoyed with us by the end, because he's not a big Harry Potter fan, but me, yeah. Ryan, and Ashley were all... Like, all about it. Let's just sit and watch all the people. Yeah. <laughs> let's you put all the again. <laughs> oh, also I got chosen for the wand ceremony. Yes, I have that video <gasps> on YouTube. It's your best day of my life. <laughs> if you look up Alison Benton or Alison Marie Benton mm-hmm. on, on YouTube, YouTube. Um, you'll find all of those videos from that trip on mm-hmm. there. Um, one of my best experiences before we move on <clears throat> from this trip... Mm-hmm was after we had gotten Butterbeer, we were going to leave the park. We were, not the park, but we were leaving that the Harry Potter, mm-hmm. uh, just diagonally. We were going to mm-hmm. walk around outside of it. And um, one of the workers was like, oh, did you get that for me? <laughs> and then I started walking towards him, handing it to him. And he was like, oh my gosh, that's such a Hufflepuff thing to do. <laughs> and it was just like, it just made me so happy because yeah. I was like, he thinks I'm a Hufflepuff. I mean, I was wearing, like, a Hufflepuff yeah. thing or something. Yeah, but it's so sweet. But it was just so nice, and I was like, I am a Hufflepuff. Yes. <laughs> so, that was just, that was probably one of my favorite things that so, happened. There's so many great things about it. Like, we could go on and on and on about the parks. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing with Disney, too. Like, they're actors who work yes. there. And it's just, like, it's, it's just... Great. I think the Wizarding World has better oh, definitely. people for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because, like, they have to be fans or something, mm-hmm. but literally, like, the other places in the park just aren't as wonderful yeah. as... Definitely. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Anyway, <sighs> we could go on and on, but yeah. it's great. If We're you also, haven't gone, um, you should try if, and get there. If we get enough money from the podcast, maybe we'll go back. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe if we win, like, this competition or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, okay. it would be really fun to go back and stay longer for no, no not longer, but okay. you know, like but like I would love the to same do... week span, yeah. you know. I if I nice. if I go back though, I would like to do Disney too. Yeah, again. maybe just one of I don't know Epcot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I I would I don't know. Magic Kingdom would yeah. be mine. So anyway, I mean I love Magic Kingdom. Too. Yes. Anyway, so Deathly Hollows. So. I just put Deathly Hallows all into one yeah, for my fine. notes. Did you, okay, so you can go ahead on. Okay, cast people. list. So, Deathly Hallows. It's we've pretty much gotten all of our characters that we're going to meet in this one. Yes. There's just a couple more. Um, like first we have Minister Rufus Grimmajor. Uh, the new Minister of Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, is played by Bill Nike. Love him though. Love him hopefully saying that name right. Um, <laughs> and then we also have um, a couple of new people, but we've heard their names in the books before. Yes. Um, 
we have Death Eater Yaxley, Peter Mullen, um, Pius Thick Nessie. He is going to be the new um, Minister of Magic after mm -hmm. they kill off the other one. Um, and Spoilers! He's, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> he, he's played by Guy Henry. Um, we have a bunch of Death Eaters that you get to meet. Not really that important. Um, we have Mundungus Fletcher. Ugh. Um, Rude. <laughs> yeah. He's played by Andy Linden. Um, we see some old familiar faces again. Um, we also get to meet Xenophilius Lovegood, mm -hmm. played by Rise Ifans. Um, oh, we get Blaze Zabini. He's in, um, the last one too, but, um, he is played by Louis Cord Cordes. Um, we get to meet Bill Weasley, finally. Yes. We never get to meet Charlie, though. I know, I wish we did. But Bill Weasley is played by Damhanal Gleason. I hope I'm saying his name right, because I love him. He's in one of our favorite movies ever. About um, Time. About Time. Who, Great uh, movie. the minister, the first minister, mm -hmm. is his he, dad. Yeah, he's his dad in the movie, so they get yes. to play it together. And he's also... also <laughs> he's the son. Oh, Sorry. I was going to say, um, Dom Dom, I'm just going to call him Dom, because I'm pretty sure that's his nickname. Okay. Dom is the son of Mad-Eye Moody's character. Oh, okay. I mean, actor. So really? So, Brendan Gleeson is his father. That's so cool. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really cool. But, um, yeah, um... He's also he's in hot. the new Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> he's the comedic relief in yes. Star Wars. Yes. Don't say anything else. Yep. Not it's gonna okay. Say anything else. Won't say, I was about yep. to say a whole line from nope. the new movie, nope. but then Don't I was it. like, no. <laughs> um, we also get to meet Bethilda Bagshot, mm -hmm. who is played by Hazel Douglas. She is super creepy, and literally, whenever she's on the screen in this movie, I want to scream. <laughs> she's Snake. She is Snake. <laughs> um,. And we also get to see, um, new and old Gellert Grindelwald. Mm -hmm. Um, so the young Gellert Grindelwald is Jamie Campbell Bower, which we also get to see him in the Fantastic Beasts movies. Um, but then the old Gellert Grindelwald is Michael Byron. Yes. Um, so not Johnny Depp, but it's okay. It's fine. Um. <laughs> it's fine. And... Who is Johnny Depp in reality? Oh. He's just a figment of our imagination. That's what I thought. Yep. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's about it for new cool. people that sort of matter. Yeah. <laughs> if we come up Everybody with Everybody else later. matters. I'm just saying that to get through this, we yeah. don't want to name everyone. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. My first fun fact. Mm-hmm. I think this is the longest list of fun facts. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is two movies, too. Yes. So. Okay. I, the work print of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, without changing it into two parts, clocked in at five hours. Ooh, which I would have watched that movie. Yes, which is when <laughs> they decided to chop the movie into two parts. Um, and this, this website says, we're sure it was purely artist, a purely artistic decision and had nothing to do with double dipping at the box office, <laughs> but they needed to, like I they feel, needed, it's just, yeah. I feel like 
in Twilight, the last one, Breaking Dawn yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. they should not have no, split that into literally two. literally everybody who has split a book into two after Harry Potter, they, they stole that. Copiers. <laughs> Copiers. Especially <laughs> Twilight. Twilight copies everything. They really did. Th- no, yeah. no offense to it. I did see the movies and like. They're fine. I think they could have done it in one, honestly. Oh, the, the. Breaking Dawn or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I love... Yeah. Like, I love this series. It's awesome. Um, and J.K. Rowling said if you... Because she suffered from anorexia. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, if you get better, we will get you into this movie. Yeah. And so she got better. She got healthier, you know? Yeah. And... She's now Luna Lovegood, yes. and she's literally the most yeah. perfect person for this. That's really strange, because I found a fun fact that said, like, that the reason she was picked was because of her audition tape, but that was based on what the what the director saw oh. for the fifth movie. No, so I was what like, I've heard is that she had anorexia, and yeah. JK was like... I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. So, she so, got in. Cool. It's awesome. And she got better, so yes. get healthy, and yes. you'll get into Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> That's just how kidding. it works. <laughs> um, one of the posters in the cafe where Harry, Ron, and Hermione appear after apparating to London mm-hmm. is for Daniel Radcliffe's play Aquarius? No, it's E-Q-U-U-S. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's full frontal nude in it. In the, in in the, the horse or website, it said, in which audience members were all treated to a view of his wand. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's great. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> <laughs> and no offense to Daniel Radcliffe, but he seemed to get a little bit more um, pretentious after doing this play. He just, he just wanted to do some more serious yeah, things, I yeah, think. I think so, too. Um, but, but he does still some some stuff. Like, he yeah. was in, um, what was it? Uh-huh. Now You See Me Too oh, as the I bad guy. Him. And he's hilarious He in was that. in that one movie where he's, like, Swiss a dead Army guy. Man. Yeah, or That's, whatever. It's so good. I haven't seen it. I think it's on Netflix now. Yeah. It's very good. He's also in something new, I think. Yeah. He plays a lot of weird things now. He did a lot of horror movies, too. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, the Woman in Black, I think, is Oh, yeah, yeah, called. he did. Yeah. But he's a good actor. He's in Frankenstein. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> uh, there was a scene in which Chonks told Mrs. Wheely, we- Weasley. I'm sorry. Wheely? <laughs> I'm getting tired. Okay, We've been recording to two hours and 44 minutes. Woo! <laughs> we're going to have to cut this into two. Yeah! <laughs> Get it? Because we're copying Harry Yeah, Potter. we are. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> um, she told Mrs. Weasley that she was pregnant, but mm. it was cut from the film. Mm-hmm. But if you look closely, you'll notice Tonks is wearing a maternity gown at mm-hmm. Bill and Fleur's wedding. Also, at the beginning of the movie, when they're all changing yes. into different Harrys, she starts to tell everybody. They're like, Remus and I... And then Mad Eye And then Mad Eye interrupts. Yes. So she was about to tell them that yes. they were pregnant. So, but so that's nobody also confusing. Knows you that's also read confusing later because then Harry says when they're ghosts or whatever, uh-huh. when he brings them back and with your the son. And you're like, what? What son? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have a son. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. um, 
And does it have an, because I, I obviously haven't read this book. Uh-huh. Does it have her having the baby in the book? No. Okay. Mm-mm. But he's born. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, maybe. I think they talk about it at the cottage. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, the props department for this uh, movie, movies. Uh-huh. So they filmed it as one movie. But yes. But it was made into two. So. Uh-huh. The props department created over 500 wands for this film, oh, which wow. were checked in and checked out for each day of filming. <laughs> but many of them came back broken, mm-hmm. suggesting that they either needed sturdier wands or a more responsible cast. <laughs> so then, Daniel Radcliffe used... Uh, he actually broke 80 wands because he insisted on using them as drumsticks. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so filming And is it's a, also oh. funny because Harry breaks his wand. Yes. Ha. Ha. That's funny. He was practicing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, filming the scene with seven Harrys was so complex that Radcliffe had to do 90 takes for a single shot. Oh my gosh. So for each shot... Each, to do 90 each, takes. Each person. So that's just, oof. Yeah. Okay. In every shot where Voldemort and Bellatrix Lestrange appear together, she always moves so that she stands on his right. Hmm. Traditionally, the spot the right reserved for the man. most loyal and trusted follower. Mm-hmm. Yep. That makes sense. Yes. According to Tom Felton, Voldemort awkwardly hugging Draco <laughs> was improvised. It was improvised. I love that. And... Felton's confused reaction is genuine. Yes, it's great. <laughs> it's like, uh... Yes. <laughs> Voldemort trying to be, like, one of the kids, one of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Hey, bro. Get it, get in here. Come on, come on. <laughs> um, the stuff that fills the room of requirement was made almost entirely out of props from the films. Mm. So, 72 containers That's so in cool. all. The, of props. Yes. Uh, so these included the night, this, in, the night that, yes, the night that Ron rode in the Sorcerer's Stone, mm-hmm. the Cornish Pixies. Mm-hmm. That's all it has. <laughs> well, those are the recognizable ones, yes. but yeah, there's There a is a of lot things. of different props. Yeah. Uh, and when Hermione takes the Polyjuice Potion to disguise herself as Bellatrix, Emma Watson first acted at the scene for Helena Bom- Bonham Carter, mm-hmm. so she would know how to... Hermione would act in that situation. Mm-hmm. So the scene is basically Carter acting like Watson, acting like Hermione, acting as Bellatrix. That's great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to make the brooms more comfortable to ride, casts were taken of Rupert Grint and Emma Watson's buttocks to make custom seats. <laughs> yes. That's great. I thought that was really funny. I just, I can't <clears throat> imagine them, like, asking for the casts. Yeah. Like, okay, we need you to sit. And you have to sit for about five seconds, and then you need to be removed. Or yeah. they had to, like, put, like, plastic over their yes. butts so that they could sit in whatever the thing, the cast was made yeah. out of, and then they would remove it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm thinking too much into this. <laughs> <laughs> Where are those casts? Can you buy them? Well, somebody actually <laughs> said that in the article. It oh. said something along the lines of, That's we so would fun. like to buy those We would like you. to purchase those. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We can sit in there and shape up their butt. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, so the second Deathly Hallows is mm-hmm. the eighth highest grossing film of all time. Wow. Yes. 
Yay! Yay! <laughs> and it makes me really upset because I didn't get to see it the first night. Yeah. When it came out in yeah. Illinois because well, I was in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and that. And we didn't get to see it. So yeah. I had to come back and see it later with, like, yeah. almost nobody in the theater. Yeah. Except for, like, but people I remember who were like, you ah, were like, I guess we'll go see it. You were <laughs> still clapping and stuff, which oh, is no. what we always do when we see yes. those kinds of movies I, like that. Oh, I was bawling. Like, it was... Yeah. It was... You were, like, shaking. Yeah. It was, it was... That was really funny. It was an experience. I was crying still, too, yeah. when we left the theater, though, so... It was a lot. Um, in the final scene, as the train with the next generation of children leaves King's Cross Station, mm. the song playing is the same as in the last scene of The Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. The song is titled, Leaving Hogwarts, and it officially ended the series. <laughs> Are you gonna cry? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and my last fun fact, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, Okay, it's really funny. Okay. On the final day of filming, Rupert Grint gave his co-stars, Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson, each a trumpet. <laughs> there was no reason. <laughs> Rupert Grint was just being random. I love Rupert so much! <laughs> He's the most random person alive, and I love him so much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, they have, like, video of, like, their last day and, like, their Aww. last day filming and stuff, and it's so sad. Like, it's, well, it's happy sad, because, yeah. like, they're they're just all hugging, and it's just, like, the three and, of like, them have this hug, and it's just, oh, Yeah, and two me. out of the three of them, like, said continuously that they might quit so yeah. they could pursue other things, yeah. and, like, oh. now they are qu- quitting, but it's, like, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's graduation goggles. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's yes, it's great. So that's the end of my fun facts for, and that's the end of our movies. Uh, but technically, no, because we have Fantastic Beast. Yes, <laughs> but we're not going over those right now. No. Um. So now let's go into our top three favorite movies. Oh, this is really easy and hard for me at the yeah. same time, and I'm pretty sure our lists probably match up a little I bit. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You want to go first? Yeah, so my number three is Mm. Deathly Hallows Part 2. I honestly don't really enjoy watching the first one. Oh. The first part, because of the whole... I don't know. I just... Which part? I have to watch both of them together. Yes. That's why. No, me too. I can watch the second one alone. I can't Mm -hmm. watch the first one alone. Okay. So that's why it's... Because of the scary part with Basilda Backshot? Because that's me. (laughs) Maybe. But also how it ends, like... I don't know. With Dobby dying? Yeah. Okay. It just makes... That's the one where you couldn't stop crying when we got out of the theater. I didn't go see that for the first time with you. You didn't? No. I saw Maybe it with it Caitlin. Was a, no, you know what? There was a girl that was next to us okay. that just couldn't stop crying. No, I saw that with Caitlin. I did okay. cry. No, I remember um, when Caitlin and I... We went to go see the midnight showing, and um, I remember like we were in the car to the theater, and I was like, <gasps> Dobby dies in this one! <laughs> But it was, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's so sad. Yeah. And he anyway. has his little boots. Yes. Okay. So my second one is Half Blood Prince. Okay. I just enjoy Tom Felton. He's very <laughs> sexual in the film. <laughs> he's just so handsome, and I just love him so much, and he's so mm-hmm. sad, and I just want to give him a hug and be his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I also like Snape's placement in this one. Okay. 
because you don't see him as much as being like a mean character you see him as like i know what i have to do crap <laughs> you know like and he doesn't want to yeah. but like he's doing it for the good of mm-hmm. but really you life. don't see that in this one you see that in the seventh one i know and then you look back at the sixth one and you're like oh exactly i get it exactly but you mm-hmm. do see him kind of struggling with a it. little bit but yeah. like you don't unless you've read the books you don't really understand yeah but you told me on. you told yeah. me all the spoilers anyway yeah, sorry so <laughs> it's okay so, my number one movie is Order of the Phoenix. Okay, none Everybody, of yours are mine. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think they would be, because okay. I know anyway. so many people hate Order of the Phoenix because of Umbridge, yeah. but, like, I Oh, don't... no, she makes it good. I don't know, like, that's not the reason I don't like it. Oh, well, I know, anyway. like, our Uncle Matt hates it. He doesn't um, watch it because, because of her. Of Umbridge. But, like, I like it because it's, like... They finally admit that Voldemort's back, and, uh-huh. like... I just think... But I... The reason I don't... Because of that reason that Voldemort's back... Yeah. Like, the entire movie... Is frustrating. Is frustrating, yeah. because they don't get that Voldemort is back. I can see that, back. but also, and so, like... Ugh. And then Do- Dolores Umbridge is really frustrating, too, so... You know what just, I just figured out? Yeah. Huh? This movie's all about loyalty. That's yeah. why I like it. Because I'm a and, Hufflepuff. And, friendship (laughs) yeah because like Mm -hmm. it's who your loyalty lies with like does your loyalty lie with the daily prophet does Mm -hmm. it lie with voldemort does it lie with there's harry and does it lie with dumbledore like Mm -hmm. and so that's i don't know i just really like it and i think all of her cats and her Mm -hmm. pinkness is really funny to watch and i also like the ending when she's taken off and uh she's like filthy half breeds and they're like yeah but we could kill you (laughs) (laughs) it's it's just my favorite one to watch by myself you know okay on its own yeah okay my list um my number three um i have the sorcerer's stone huh I really like it really just because, like, it's the nostalgia of it mm-hmm. because it's the first one. Yeah. And I, re- like, I remember my first time watching it. It was my first time watching a Harry Potter movie where I was, like, I was excited to watch it because, yeah. like, the first time I had seen any sort of thing with Harry Potter, I was afraid of it and I was, mm-hmm. like, cursing all of it and never yeah. going to watch it ever again. So the first time I watched it with Caitlin, like, we made a big night of it and, like, we... Uh-huh curled up like we we had some like blankets and stuff we made popcorn and it was like so nice and like the first time we saw Voldemort like like it was Quirrell as Voldemort yeah. but like he was slithering through the forest and everything yeah. and we were like oh my gosh it's so scary like it, I just yeah. remember all of it so much and I just like I've seen that movie so many times because every time someone's like let's watch Harry Potter we don't know what to watch so we watch the first one yeah and it's just like I don't know. You know that one by heart. I know that one by heart. I love it. And it's just, yeah. Nostalgia. It's, it's a nostalgia yeah. ride. Um, my second one, I put Deathly Hollows together. Okay. Um, because I don't watch them separately. Yeah. Unless it's like, I'm gonna watch the next one the next day. Yeah. I watch them together. Yeah. All the time. Um, so, I put them together. Um, I just love them. I... It's a perfect ending. It's a perfect ending. I love it. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Really, a lot of the things with the movies, like, I think about my time with the books, too. Yeah. And my reading the book of this one, 
I was we were actually on our trip with the Mullinexes. Oh, when I was reading that was this. such a long that time was ago. Such a long time ago. So oh I was I was reading this on our road trip, and it was Aww. it was so good. And like the time we were together, like with our like families, yeah, like that was a great time. And then reading Harry Potter at the yeah. same time, I, I just remember like I was finishing it when we were in. The Grand Canyon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so like I was just like we were we were at the Grand Canyon and I'm just like I just want to go read Harry Potter. Right oh my now. gosh. <laughs> Cuz I was finishing it. Honestly, oh. the Grand Canyon is just a big hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, "Oh, it's beautiful." Well, wow, look at that hole. <laughs> it's really big. Cool. Yeah. So, a lot of my Let's go back to Estes Park. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the reason why I love the movie so much is because I loved the book. Um Okay. But I also really liked these movies, too. Yes. And my number one is The Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes, I knew that. Yep. <laughs> a lot of people love The Prisoner of Azkaban, um, mostly because, like, I think a lot of people like it because of Alfonso Cuaron, the director. Mm, yeah. He's the, he, he's the one... Ugh, sorry. This is the only movie he directs. Yes. And you can definitely tell because yeah. his style is, like, yeah. so cool. <laughs> I love and he it. he didn't want to be... Yeah. Like, be a director unless mm-hmm. his, like, stylistic... Yeah. Like, he was able to yeah. use that. Like, yep. what he yeah. wanted. And he talked to J.K. Rowling, and mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, go for it, man. Yeah. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. In a British accent. Which, like, in a way, <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed that he didn't get to do more of them. But yeah. also, I'm really happy that he only did this one. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like this one is, like, perfect for him. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, that's one of the reasons I love it. The other reason is also with the book. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it's my favorite book. Um, I just, I loved the entire story. Like, the whole mystery with Sirius being yeah. his god, his godfather, and then being the innocent one. Like, it was a total mystery to me the entire time. Yeah. And, like, the whole ending was, like, wrapped up beautifully, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is great. Like, yes. even though there was nothing really, I mean, there was stuff about Voldemort, but there really wasn't anything uh-huh. about Voldemort. It's just, like, I feel like it's a different movie. Yes. Than a lot of things. Yeah. The only thing that I really don't like about it, and I, the only reason I don't like about it, don't like it now is because of so many things that have to do with it nowadays, is the time-turner yeah. stuff. And it's really because of Cursed Child that I hate it. Um... Yeah. Because they ruined the whole thing, um, but I loved that. I loved hearing about that in the third one. Yeah, like I was just like, yeah. "Oh, that's so cool!" And like I didn't even think about it, you know. And yeah. like it was a totally total total mystery yeah. the entire time. And then they're like, "Oh, Hermione has a time turner, and that's how she's beginning to all these." Yeah, classes. because it's like w- they keep mentioning it, and you're like, "Yeah, you're just like, wait, why?" Okay. <laughs> and you kind of just uh, assume that she's going to like yeah. every other class, you yeah. know, but no. Nope, she has time travel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I, I just love it. Also, it's, I feel like it's a turning point in age, yeah. too, because, yeah. like, the first and second one, the second one, get, yeah, it gets a little bit darker, but, like, the third one, they're becoming, t- they're teenagers now. Yeah. And, like, they're going through tougher things, too. We're going through changes. <laughs> that's big mouth. <laughs> okay, I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, but, yeah. There's so much sexual tension between mm-hmm. Draco and Hermione in this oh one. Oh my gosh, no, it's Ron and Hermione, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's just so good, and there's so many good things about it, but yeah, yeah. It's my number one. 
And it's a lot of other people's number ones, but... The Night Bus is definitely oh, a highlight that's, that's for, like, a That's just a, a lot fun scene. A lot of the stuff in this is really, really fun, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So... It's number, number one. That's Harry Potter! Harry Potter! And we're not done with no. the wizarding world. No. Just so you know. We will be back. And if you ever are like, wow, that was really fun. We want to hear more about this movie of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe we'll go more into it because there are a lot of, like, facts that I kept out. Yeah. And we could go into the actors more mm-hmm. and go- talk about our favorite scenes from yes. different movies. So, if you want in-depth, if you want let it. us know. But if you don't want it, like, it's fine. Fine, we I got guess. Fantastic Beasts coming yeah. up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our fan question. Um, so our, what our fan question is, is what is your favorite cinematic story? Ever. Ever. Which is a really hard yeah. question. So we got this question before... before recording for once um and uh so i wrote down two things because first the first thing i thought of um was actually a tv show Mm -hmm. but it's also made into one movie so i was like okay maybe i can use it but i also put down um i looked up just like stories made into movies or whatever Mm -hmm. and i found one of those that i was like okay yes i really like the adaptation of this okay so do you want me to read mine first? Yeah. Okay. Do you know yours? I have a lot written okay. down. <laughs> so, um, m- the movie that I found was Ten Things I Hate About You, mm, which is one. adapted from Shakespeare's The Taming mm-hmm. of the Shrew. Yes. Um, so I really like that movie. It's The music is good, mm-hmm. uh, and the characters are good, mm-hmm. and just so cute, and I love yes. them. <laughs> um, and whatever the actress's name in it is it. I don't either, but she's amazing. She's a really big advocate for um, a lot of feminist things. I'm not going to get into it. Sorry. Uh (laughs) I was going on a rant. Um, And then the first thing that I put down that I was like, oh, maybe that won't work because it's a TV show is Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, because. Oh, I got to add that to my list. (laughs) So, you know how earlier when I said sometimes when I can't fall asleep, I'll think of Tom Felton Mm -hmm. and being his girlfriend whatever Mm -hmm. so when the usually the the thing that i go to Mm -hmm. when i'm like putting myself into something and fantasizing about Mm -hmm. it is avatar the last airbender and i am like this is so weird okay i'm sharing this with the world but this is so weird (laughs) okay so i will be like so basically i'm gonna tell you my whole story with this (laughs) My parents were killed by the Fire Nation, oh, no. or some, or they were captured, or something about that, okay. because I am the spirit guide for the Avatar. Oh. Yes. So how did you die? What do you mean? You're a spirit. No, I'm not. I'm the spirit guide in human form. So what I invent in my mind is that each Avatar has a spirit guide that is a different creature, and I just mm-hmm. turned out to be a human. Oh. But I also can bend sometimes. Okay. And so, when I was killed, this was, like, one of the first times that uh, there was a raid on, like, a village of some kind by the Fire Nation. Mm -hmm. And so, the uh, Fire Lord's wife 
was with them. Okay. And she found me and decided to take me in. And then the fire lord never took her again because she, he realized she's too, like, soft on the kids. Uh-huh. So then I was raised with Zuko. <laughs> this is this is a fan fiction in my head. Yeah, you literally. should write this down. <laughs> yes. Um, so Zuko and I are raised together, mm-hmm. um, and we're just like friends at first. But then we start falling in love around the time that oh, we turn sixteen. It. But then mm-hmm. Zuko gets involved with the politics that go into the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. And he starts telling me about it, and he's like, I want to go against my father, but I can't. And I'm like, just do it. You can do it. And then he does. And the night that he does, I find out the truth about my past, that I'm the spirit guide for the uh, Avatar, and I need to go looking for him. Mm -hmm. And so the night that he gets his scar is the night that I leave, and I leave him a note, and I apologize to for leaving him and <laughs> i go and find the avatar and then i meet up with katara and, uh, and Sokka. Sokka, and we go on this whole adventure while zuko is still in love with me so the truth behind his search for the avatar is his search for me that's great <laughs> i always want the bad guy you're right <laughs> i might cut all that out <laughs> cut half of it out. Oh my gosh, that was so weird. Okay. I can't believe I said all that. That's great. Okay. <laughs> okay, Ashley, what's your favorite cinematic story? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I wrote down a lot because I'm like, I just love everything and it's hard to pick my favorite on Did you write any fanfics about them? Did not write any fanfictions <laughs> about any of these. Um, I mean, I definitely have, like, imagined myself in a lot of yeah. these, um, things. Just because, who doesn't? Yeah. Um. If you don't, you're weird, don't listen yeah, to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so first I have Harry Potter. Yes. Obviously. Wait, what? Of, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love Harry Potter. Yes. Um, next one I have is Peter Pan. Um, it was probably the first, like, thing that I, like, really fangirled over. Um, yeah. Because I really love Peter Pan. I always love the story. I love... Um, the Disney movie, I loved the book. Um, and the live action one? I loved the live action that one. That one's the best. I still love the live action one. I like that it would... better than the animated, no, honestly. It's, it is way better. Um, so Peter Pan, big fan. I always wanted to be a fairy. That mm-hmm. was my thing. Um, you yes. played in that, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't as big about it, though. No, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really liked Peter Pan. Um, another movie that I really like that we've talked about is about time and we will go into this more, but I really love that story and I love yeah. the, the love story with, um, spoilers with yeah. the father and son. Um, yeah. I really think when I think about, about time, I, I think about that part of the love story rather yeah. than like the actual like marriage love, yeah. love that's happening, you know? Yes. Um, so yeah. Um, another one, I wrote down Frozen 2, because oh I really, gosh. I really liked Frozen 2. It's so two. good! Um, but I wrote next to it, Elsa, in quotes, in quotes. Um. I love her life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just love, like, her, like, yeah, she went through a really hard time and stuff in the first one. Yeah. And, like, she's just trying to find herself, and I thought that was just a really good message. You, time. like, we are... <laughs> Elsa and Anna. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's so weird. Yeah. I just dyed my hair red. Oh my <gasps> gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, so she's on there. 
Um, just go with it because that's one of my favorite yes. movies. Um, but I really like the story there yes. where it's like, I don't know. They don't know that they're in love, but they are. And, and they have to keep the secret. They have to keep all these like, secrets. It's and, really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also have, I was thinking about love stories because of About Time and stuff. And yeah. I was thinking about Dirty Dancing. Ooh, I yeah. really love that movie. Yes. Um, there's some cats outside. Um, <laughs> cats me outside. <laughs> How about that? Um, I also have Lord of the Rings. Um, and then I have Doctor Who. And then I just added Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes. But because I wrote all of these things down, and I was trying to think about them, um, there's always some sort of magic involved, I think. Yeah. With a lot of these, even if it's not, like, real, like, about time there is magic, but Dirty Dancing. It's more like sci-fi. Dirty, Dirty Dancing, Dancing, there's no real magic, but, like, there's movie love magic. movie magic in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so that's probably the only one that doesn't have anything to do with sort, some sort of yeah. fantasy or magic. Um, but I wrote down that um, a lot of these have the story of someone is coming into your life and taking mm -hmm. you away on an adventure. Yeah. And I think I really like that theme in a lot of yes. stories. Yeah. So I, I think that's probably my favorite type of story, is someone coming and changing your life, and, and you, you have to have to go on an adventure. Go on an adventure on to, yeah, either to fix something or help someone. to help someone or yeah. to grow yourself. And yeah. I just thought that was... Yeah my favorite. Yeah, I feel like that's something that a lot of, or both of us have mm -hmm. always dreamed about, I guess. Yeah. And like, I think especially, like, with, ha with Harry Potter, with Peter Pan, yeah, um, it really started, because, like, mm -hmm. I mean, he literally takes the yeah. children away to Neverland, Yeah. Um, so they never have to grow up, and I, that was just, like, a thing that I have yeah. always wanted. Like, I still want it. Take me I've away, always, Peter I've Pan. I've just always wanted to have powers or no, yeah, magic that too. in some way yeah. but then Ugh, like peter pan, so cool. uh, peter pan now i'm saying peter pan harry potter is like the same way in a way yeah um like hagrid comes and says you're a wizard he changes his life and, and you he takes him on relate this adventure. to that in the way of being like i hate my life or mm -hmm. you know we we don't hate our lives yeah, but no. like sometimes you're in that mood where you're just yeah. like i don't want to have this life anymore mm -hmm. i want to have a different life mm -hmm. and it's that's the part of harry potter that's like attractive because uh -huh. it's like That's I could good. have an entirely different life that I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yes. So that's my answer to that question. Okay. It was very long-winded, but I think it's, hey, it's good. Mine was longer. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and weirder. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going to get broken up with. Oh no. <laughs> Actually, I think he t I told him about all this already, oh, okay. so You're it's good. okay. We're fine. <laughs> We're good. He knows I'm weird. Yes. <laughs> Okay. That's it. That's it. That's Harry the podcast. Potter. Um, so we are going to cut this down and turn it into two episodes, but I just want to read you the timestamp is three hours and 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> Our mom's mad at us. So a Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that is The, the Hoot. Hoot. <laughs> so we forgot, uh... 
if you want to contact us or ask a fan question or suggest a movie or a TV show that you want us to talk about, you or you can... want to sponsor us in some way, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get your ads yeah. on here. <laughs> <laughs> or if you just want to talk to us, like we we like talking to people, obviously. Yeah. Um, send that to the Hoot Podcast at gmail dot com. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yes, yes. And please leave, leave a, review. a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, I think we'll actually, if we actually get some written reviews, mm-hmm. we're going to start reading those on the mm-hmm. podcast every yeah. once in a while. Unless they're mean yeah, and don't, hurtful. Don't be mean. Um, then we'll just cry. <laughs> yeah. And we'll delete them. <laughs> no, but... Oh, we can't delete them? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll find out. We'll see. We can report them. If you them. really don't like no. us, we'll, we'll probably just stop no, if you don't like us, here's the thing. Don't if listen. you don't like us, give us constructive criticism mm-hmm. through our email, yes. and we'll try to change that. Yes. Okay? Unless it's like you're women, so we don't like you. <laughs> then we. Then that's not constructive. I'm at all. sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I offended you with my gender. <laughs> okay, that's that's the podcast again, and. <laughs> <laughs> You're done listening to The The Hoot! Hoot. (laughs) Bye now.